0: Welcome to this BMJ podcast about wellbeing. Today, we're talking about how to best spend a staycation in the UK. I'm Abby Rimmer, careers editor at the BMJ with an interest in doctors' wellbeing. And I'm Kat Chatfield, a trained GP with an interest in patient safety and quality
1: improvement. Abby and I run the BMJ's campaign on wellbeing. And today we'll be chatting to a well-known expert on travel about how to get the most out of your holiday this year. A holiday that for most of us will not be abroad or even perhaps outside our own house. So, Abby, have you had any lockdown holidays, and how were they?
0: Um, I haven't had any lockdown holidays other than an extra day off after the bank holiday. But to be honest, I have to say life remained pretty much the same as it is at all other times. Have you had any lockdown holidays?
1: I've actually had quite a few. We're normally um super disorganised about our holidays, and this year for the first time ever, we like booked them all at Christmas, um, because we we have. Um, school age kids so we have to book in the school holidays which is super expensive Um, so we had a break in Cornwall booked at Easter and we had a break in the Netherlands booked at May half term both of which fell within lockdown Um, so not only have we missed out our holidays that we were super looking forward to uh, but we've also had to try and kind of recreate some of that holiday feeling at home Um, I kind of almost thought about working through those periods but to be honest, I really needed a break. Um, lockdown's been crazy and the kids are desperate to spend some time that wasn't a kind of a, a frantic juggle between
0: work and, and everything else. So it, it was, I'm really glad that we did take the time off. How did you cope with the kids, you know, making sure they weren't too disappointed that they weren't going on their holiday? I
1: think it really depends on how old your kids are. I mean, I think for me, the adults were a lot more disappointed than the children because we're the ones who feel like we want a break from the day to day and the cooking and the washing up and, you know, the endless household chores that we are all kind of doing all the time. So I think we were quite disappointed at not having a rest from that. But for the kids, um, with younger kids, they really live in the moment and they were just happy to be told that they didn't have to do schoolwork and that they were allowed to just have fun all the time. And we were a bit more lax about screen time and we were really lucky with the weather. So we spent a lot of time outside. So that that really helped. But I think everybody's situation is completely different and I think if you don't have outside space or if you're unlucky with the weather
0: um, then that makes a huge difference. Mm, absolutely you're right I think it's going to be different for everyone and I'm hoping our guest will be able to kind of help us have some ideas about how whatever your situation you can maybe enjoy some time off from work during this current period. So we're really pleased to welcome on the podcast someone who knows all about this issue.
2: I'm Simon Calder, the really quite busy considering um, travel correspondent, of the independent or rather non-travel correspondent.
1: (laughs) Thank you, Simon. It must be a really strange time to be in a role like yours. Um, So we know that a lot of doctors are working really hard and in desperate need of a break. But without being able to travel, how can they make the most of their their time off?
2: Well, look, um, I think we're almost at the point where you will be able to travel. Of course, at the moment, you can uh in, in England, at least, I know it's very different in Wales, Scotland, Northern Ireland, but you can actually get into a car if you happen to have one and go somewhere lovely. I don't uh, have a car, so I've been cycling as far as I can get in a day and back. Um, and and uh, that I think is, yeah, I, I would like to see this as a sort of positive because even if you've only got you know, at the end of your shift, um, half an hour, maybe just to wander around the, your your locality. You can make some great discoveries. And I'll be doing quite a lot of that. But I must say, uh, I am desperate to be able to go further than you know, my, my, my feet will carry me. Um, and uh, so I'm looking forward to public transport opening up and, uh, of course, um, the world opening up. My passport has never seen so little use.
0: So that sounds quite positive actually. Do you think people will be able to travel within the UK and go and stay, you know, in a rented place or something like that?
2: Well, I I would I've I've always been optimistic. Um, since the start of lockdown. In fact, as it turns out, I've been over optimistic because I was pretty sure we'd all be um, off on holiday by the end of May. Ha ha. Um, um, And it's not going to be, it probably won't be June. Um, The the trouble is there's actually some really good options, particularly for, for, for Uh, doctors who want to get away from it all why not go wild camping you're going automatically going to be a long way from other people but that is illegal you're simply not allowed to stay anywhere other than your home at the moment and so that opportunity is wasted and even the good old-fashioned caravan um, is a really good self-isolation uh, location but you're not allowed to stay there. So I suspect that things will start to open up on the 4th of July. I hope things might get a little move move forward by then which will at least allow you to, you know, maybe if you can string two days off together, um, get away somewhere, stay overnight and, and really recharge and uh, that's probably only going to be within reasonable distance of where you live, but it will still be a start. I mean, I live in London. I'm desperate simply to get to Brighton, but I unfortunately can't pedal all the way back and all the the way there and all the way back in a day.
1: That sounds really tempting. Actually, I love the idea of wild camping at the moment. Um, but obviously illegal. So don't do that right now. But uh, keep your eye out for July. Um, lots of doctors have no choice about when they can take their holidays. They're on tricky rotors and they have to plan quite far ahead. Um, do you think we should be booking for travel later in the year? Um, or is it too risky?
2: Look, I have every sympathy. I mean, I'm I'm in exactly the opposite position from the average doctor. I I spend or I did spend my entire life on holiday pretending to work, which I can strongly recommend, except during uh, lockdown. Um, and so, therefore, I've I've got a ludicrous amount of flexibility, which is exactly the opposite as, as doctors. I'm not booking anything at the moment. It's not that I haven't got the most pent up desire to go travelling. It's just that. With so much uncertainty, and I have to say a vast amount of that is being provided by the government, I cannot hand on heart say, yeah, please book yourself a trip in September. I'm 98% sure that it will go ahead, but... Actually, I think it's better to wait until, for example, the Foreign Office says yes, it's okay to go abroad. Um, you're allowed legally to get to your nearest airport. Um, that just as the rest of the world, well, particularly Europe, is is unlocking and saying, yeah, come over here. Oh, lovely uh, Italian hilltop village or a Croatian beach or whatever. Um, we're finding that the the UK government is tying us all up in in strings.
0: Simon, someone mentioned to me that there might be a loophole if you travelled through Ireland. Is that a possibility of a way to get out on your holiday?
2: Look, I identified the Dublin Dodge um, once the uh, foreign office, forgive me, the Home Office had uh, published its plans for uh, quarantine. It seemed to me, crikey, I couldn't believe it. So all you've got to do if you decided, you know, just wanted a quick weekend in Amsterdam, fly from wherever you are in the UK out to Amsterdam and then just make sure you come back via Dublin and you just need to set foot on Irish soil or at least the floor of uh, Dublin airport terminal and you were home and dry. That's now um, uh, disappeared as has much more relevantly for anybody uh, working in in the health sector. It also appeared in the originally drafted rules as though you would be able to go away for a break and you come back and say, I cannot self-isolate. I have to go to work to do really important stuff uh, to to help the uh, public. Therefore, um, I'm not doing quarantine. And that looked as though it's going to be okay. But now they're saying, no, if it's just a holiday, I'm afraid you go and sit at home and stew for two weeks, which, of course, in the present circumstances for doctors is um, uh, rather a ludicrous proposition.
1: So, Simon, we know that things are very uncertain. So what can we do if we've got planned time off? How can we recreate a holiday feeling at home?
2: Ah well um yes you can you, you, i think there's a couple of things that i've been doing i haven't been focusing on the moment because it's too Damn depressing. So, I've been looking back at, at great trips, and that's such fun just digging out the old photos because it's not just kind of nostalgia and it's not just, oh, wasn't it great? Oh, it'll never be that great again. It's reminding you what it is about traveling that really infused you, whether it was that perfect setting as the sun went down on some remote Greek island, you're sitting at a taverna drinking a chilled glass of Retsina just with life full of bliss um, or whether it was um, climbing Aconcagua, the highest mountain outside the Himalayas or anything in between, just uh, reminding you the joy of travel and making you, and this is the other thing I've been doing, um, plan all the great trips that you are going to be making once lockdown uh, is lifted and once the immense pressure on doctors is lifted. And I think it's good to begin in a kind of local way, you know, explore more of your, your surroundings, and then hopefully more of the UK, although certainly the, the noises I'm getting from Wales uh, suggest that that could be a long way behind, and Ireland really says uh, we're, we're closed till the 20th of July. Um, and then, I, well, obviously, um, being way older than anybody, else, anybody listening to this, um, I... I can remember the olden days when actually to go anywhere further than France or Belgium or Germany or the Netherlands was simply impossible. But uh, I, I think we might reacquaint ourselves with these nearby places and and uh, uh, help to sort of remember their, their, their immense charm. And if you're doing things such as uh, wanting to get to Italy, you might think, well, I could spend two, two uh hours on a flight or i could actually get a train um or indeed drive yourself and stop off in all the lovely places that i'd otherwise be be um missing out all these things to uh, to feel excited about thank goodness we're living in an age when we have uh, the opportunity to research uh, these trips and get them all um, uh, underway and my other tip is don't just look on the internet for goodness sake People travel before the World Wide Web was invented. And absolutely the best source of advice for anywhere is personal recommendations. So talk to your friends, talk to your family, talk to your colleagues and get great ideas. I mean, just ask ask an open question. So what's the best trip you've ever had? Where's the loveliest coastal resort you've ever been? And you'll get loads of responses. And um, I, I think uh, that's a, a million times better than uh, than TripAdvisor.
1: I love that idea of crowdsourcing your future trips in the old-fashioned way. The other thing I think we're all desperate to do is, is, as you said, armchair traveling at the moment. Are there any great books about travel that you might recommend to help us escape?
2: Oh well, um, I I love um, reading books which aren't actually to do with travel, but turn out to be incredibly descriptive um, of, of of travel. And these are these aren't novels so much, although actually I can recommend travelling around Sicily with a copy of The Godfather so you might want to read that up before you fly to Palermo but a couple of examples um, George Orwell Homage to Catalonia all about the appalling struggle during the Spanish Civil War when he went to went off to fight with the International Brigade there is just such illuminating travel writing um, both, both when he's in Catalonia itself and indeed just when he's on the train back from Dover can you believe really vivid writing um which will then i hope uh enthuse you to travel to um to barcelona and, and possibly even through kent on the train and another one which actually inspired me to go traveling uh was uh charles nichols the fruit palace which is um a story of Traveling around Colombia in the 1980s, when of course it was utterly—well, it's still utterly mad, but it was mad and very dangerous in those days. And uh, that again uh, just—it depicts a country at a particular time, but it also makes you so want to be on those caribbean beaches in those mountains down those rivers um exploring those cities so yeah just just again crowdsource your your reading ideas um big red train ride eric newby um for the trans-siberian travel books in the uk ah well yeah I, t- I suppose you could you could read Jan Morris's book on Wales um, if, if you wanted to I yeah all right here's one here's one for you And uh, this is a oh this is a great opportunity actually um for anybody who's sort of in I don't know London, midlands, um, South Wales or certainly Bristol area um yes, on the Black Hill um, by Bruce Chatwin. Um, now, most of the time he was off in Patagonia, but for, he he also wrote a novel which is beautifully written. Um, and yet it's a novel where you can go and see the very farm that he's writing about. Um, it's just uh, uh, very close to Abergavenny, actually. So you can get there quite easily in a day and make this magnificent walk, search online for my account of it. And uh, that probably won't get you lost and uh, thoroughly enjoy exploring this world so yeah maybe that's the one to read but um, uh, I'll, I'll be I'll be dreaming of um, uh, of uh, far away and long ago or at least far away and in the near future
0: Simon you talked about crowdsourcing travel ideas and I just wondered whether you know once traveling opens up maybe we can only travel within Europe. To begin with, if you had any kind of top destinations that you might recommend to our listeners, maybe for a a short weekend break and then maybe a longer holiday.
2: The great thing about um, the new normal, um, very, very uh, uh, scary, though it is for many of us, um, is that. If you, you might remember, last summer, uh, 2019, we were all worried about over-tourism in places like Barcelona mm. and Venice and Dubrovnik. I don't think anybody's <laughs> going to be worrying about over-tourism now. So you you have a choice, really. You can be the first back to those great cities. Um, or you can just go, uh, particularly if uh, given, given um, health service salaries, you can just go for cheap and very cheerful and i always recommend going east because um it's uh it's easy to get to um, it's full of fun and difference, and so I I kind of say instead of Croatia, try try maybe North Macedonia, uh, Europe's newest country or at least newest country name, which is uh, uh, just north of Albania, and you can do a lovely day trip round Lake Ohrid, and you'll just meet great people. You'll have a fantastic um, and uh, engaging time in a corner of Europe that uh, that is still fairly undiscovered, but. But frankly, anywhere, I mean, Scotland, if if you manage to get out of lockdown for a couple of days and you can head for the Western Isles or the Northern Isles, you will have a magnificent time. And even if you just want to get in the car or on the train and nip across to Lille or Brussels or to Antwerp or anywhere, I can guarantee that you'll have a, a, a a great time and um will thoroughly enjoy the experience and i hope that's something we really take away from this having been locked down having been prevented from uh something which i think all of us had taken for granted over the past uh, decade or two to be able to get away and enjoy anywhere just sitting at an outdoor cafe drinking a beer uh, watching the world go past that's gonna feel i think more joyful um more rewarding and um hopefully we can be better travelers and, uh, and and take take greater pleasure in smaller things
1: well abby i thought that was quite surprising really because i thought we were going to be talking about being stuck at home and having to limit all our travel plans and actually i thought simon was really optimistic about when we might all be nipping over to amsterdam
0: again Yeah, I was surprised, although quite heartened by his optimism. But maybe we ought to talk a bit more about staycations, what you can do if you do have to stay at home. And if we do have to stay um, in the UK, And I know you've done some really nice things with your kids to create a kind of holiday feeling at home
1: yeah absolutely as i said we've we've got outside space so on our holiday we we've got the tent out and we put it in the garden i noticed our next door next door neighbors had their tent out as well so we obviously weren't the only ones um but you know sitting outside we had a fire we kicked marshmallows all of those kind of things that we wouldn't normally do and that was really special so that gave us that kind of holiday feeling whilst being literally yards from decent facilities so that was nice <laughs>
0: I've been trying to make the most of getting that holiday feeling. I think because on our holidays we often walk. So last year we were walking in Romania. The year before that we were walking in the Pyrenees. And the day after the bank holiday we decided we'd go for a walk. So we pulled out a dusty walking book off the shelf that hadn't been looked at for years and years and did an eight-mile walk around an area of Surrey that I have lived nearby all my life but never walked in. And it was actually really beautiful and it was nice to kind of Take the time to make the most of what are our local surroundings but enjoy them in a new way, and it had that holiday feeling because we packed a picnic and had a couple of beers with us, and it was just a really nice experience. But we what travelled half an hour in the car maximum to do it, so it was great.
1: Absolutely, it's fun doing things that you wouldn't normally do, isn't it? So we did the same, we um, our school the Whitsa village school so about three miles away Uh, and so we drove to school and then we walked home uh, with the kids which we'd never have done so it's felt really adventurous to them going on a kind of journey across the fields and they were really shocked when we ended up outside our front door Um, so it's just a nice difference and something that was a slower pace than normal so I think it's about having that change of pace and taking that time to do something that you wouldn't normally do in the day-to-day life. The other thing Simon talking about books made me think actually sometimes what I'm trying to capture is that sense of just being somewhere different? Um, and lockdown can feel not just lockdown, but the whole COVID period can feel very monotonous and very kind of groundhog day ish. Um, so for me, even you know putting on a film that's maybe set somewhere in a different country or a foreign language film you know ordering a bottle of wine from somewhere different but you know not the usual that can all help me feel like
0: I'm doing something different um and get me a bit of a holiday yeah I love that idea and maybe recreating some food from holidays that you've enjoyed in the past or cooking food from you know places where you haven't traveled but you'd like to go I think that would be really fun too
1: yeah definitely I think experimenting through food is a really great way of of getting that holiday feeling So let's wrap this
0: up for now we are so pleased to have had simon calder join us on the podcast you can check us out on social media we're at bmj underscore latest on twitter or you can join the bmj Wellbeing group on facebook please let us know if you have any ideas for what you'd like us to cover in the future until next time it's goodbye from us bye, bye.